Hey community members, welcome to another episode. I am so happy to have you here. But before we start, I just want to let you know, my name is Leah Biscardi and I'm the host of the show. And as always, I'm always looking for people that need help with their product photography. So don't hesitate to reach out to me personally, Leah, L-I-A, at Coda C photoco.com. It's my new website and I'm happy to have you here. So let's get to it. All right, everyone. Happy Wednesday. If you are in the networking event that we have going on today as well, I hope you watch this replay because you do not want to miss this. If you are watching this um, on YouTube, or you're listening to this on the podcast, always make sure you share the information. But we are here with another great speaker, Blair. I am so happy to have you here today. So tell us a little bit about yourself, who you are, what you do, and um, we'll let you take the mic. Sure. So thank you so much for having me today. I'm so excited to be here. Um, a little bit about what I do is I'm the founder of a marketing agency called Visionary Advantages. And what we do is we help businesses with all their marketing and branding initiatives. So email marketing is definitely a top contender, website design, SEO, essentially we'll make your brand beautiful and make sure it gets in front of the right people at the right time. So that way, you make sales. So that's a big part of our business. And then I also have the other side of things where I help entrepreneurs get their businesses off the ground. Um, so they dive into entrepreneurship. Where do you even start? I help people with that. Awesome. I'm glad to have you here talking about your email marketing because I think a lot of people um, think it's dead. And I don't think that's <laughs> the truth in any mindset. So why do you think email marketing is one of the things you should really be putting effort into. Well, I'm going to throw a stat out there because we love a good stat over here on emails. It is definitely not dead because email generates $42 for every $1 spent, which is a 4,200% return on investment. That's huge. Um, another reason why you should invest in email marketing, um, even if it's just the time to invest in it, is that you are, are always going to be in control of your email marketing, right? But you're not always in control of social media. For example, a few months ago, Instagram had a moment where it blacked out and everybody lost, like just the feeds weren't working. You couldn't post anything. You couldn't see anything. And it was basically any entrepreneur's nightmare if that's the one focus that they're handling their business, right? And that could happen not just on Instagram, but any social media network because you're really at the mercy of the network and how it, it functions and what they decide. However, with email, you know that whenever you hit send on that email for your subscribers, it's going to their inbox. There's no questions about that. And it's top of mind. Like people check their emails so many times a day. It's insane. There's 4 billion daily email users. So if you have people who actively signed up, like they filled out the subscribe and they hit that button, I mean, your instant access right there. So definitely it's not dead. You need to get in on the email situation. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because a lot of people are not liking Facebook or Instagram, how much they're making changes. So they're like, okay, well, I'm going to delete it. Well, once you delete your Facebook, that's one of your audience members that have gone. So right. email marketing, email marketing is so important for everyone and on in any sort of business. So tell us about some tips that you can offer our 
audience about email marketing? Sure. So I think the first thing is to just sit down and realize like there's so many different campaigns you can do, right? But if you want to have like a really strong anchor set in place for your emails, that, and also, by the way, you can have all of these things automated. So you don't have to constantly be writing emails every single day. It's like a lot of them you can set up, set it and forget it right? So the three email campaign series that I believe every business owner should have in their marketing strategy is one, the welcome series. And that's exactly what it sounds like. It's the meet and greet of emails. So it's about three to four emails explaining, you know, introducing yourself as a brand or a person and what you guys have to offer. It's very friendly. It's providing value and information. It's not really salesy. Um, The second series you should set up is a nurture series and that's all about value. So what value can you provide them? Is it introducing them to uh, a podcast episode that you listen to that you recommend that would meet their interest level, right? So like that's just giving them something, getting on their level, you're not selling something, but you're introducing them something cool that they probably didn't know about. Um, Or it could just be like an inspirational quote even, um, or a free download, which, helps your subscriber list, but also provide some value to them. So like, there's a lot of things you could do to provide value in the nurture series. And if you write them in a way that is timeless and doesn't have like a date on them, you can have this also automated. And then lastly, our promotional campaigns, which of course would be the more salesier things, but it could also be promoting that, Hey, I'm, I'm brand new on Instagram, or I just made this TikTok account. So it's, an invitation to your emails. So there's just different ways to do it. I think those are the top three for sure. And I think that's very helpful that nurturing sequence. So I have um, a nurturing sequence for my Facebook group members. So I don't bombard them with a hundred emails at one time. I kind of right. just check in with them. Now it's me personally checking in with them because I want to make sure that they're getting the support they need, but it also checks their email to make sure that their email is still valid because if i can see that it it was a hard bounce or a bounce i'll remove them from my list and then go touch base with them hey i saw your email bounced or something would you like to still be on our list so that can make sure i have active subscribers on my list but i think nurturing your audience and for people that sell products that's pretty important to nurture them because you Mm want to not be salesy in every email you want to show them who you are and what you do, but you Mm -hmm. also want to tell them why they should buy from you. And that nurturing sequence really helps with that and give them that personal touch that they may need. Cause you never Mm -hmm. know, they might be having a bad day and all of a sudden they get your email and it's that inspirational quote. And like, just what I needed today to, to get my day turned around. Exactly. And it's just, building that connection and relationship with your consumer rather than just like plastering them with, you know, like this is on sale today, this is on sale tomorrow. Instead, it's like, oh, like this is cool. They understand my interests. I'm going to open these emails every time, (laughs) right? Like that's always the goal. So if you have a nice nurture series set up, it can be automated. It's touching base with people. It's keeping the connection and also it's keeping you top of mind. So let's say they get the email today that they really loved. And then two, three weeks, six months from now, their friend needs something that you're selling. Oh yeah, Leah offers that service. And you know, it just keeps you on their brain. So that way when it does make sense to 
you know, hire you on for themselves or even recommend you to somebody else, you're there. You're always there. <laughs> right. And that's, I think that's truly important is making sure that people recognize you're buying from a person, not a robot. So yeah. you, really, you really want people to know, hey, I'm a person selling to you. And um, But also I saw, um, I was on a podcast uh, a couple of weeks ago and we were talking about how people don't see everything you send out. So just because you send out 20 emails in a week doesn't necessarily mean they read them all at the same time or they read them within a certain amount of time. So sometimes scheduling more and more gives them that notice. Like with the networking event we had today, I made sure to send them three or four emails as a reminder from three different platforms. So they're like, Hey, you have to know that networking event starts at this time and you need to be ready so that you can join the fun. So I think people think they're bothering people by emailing them or bombarding with emails, but it's just like your content, just because you post it doesn't mean everyone sees it. So you need to send those follow-up emails and making sure that people, Hey, did you see this? Did you see this? Did you see this? but also make sure you have those nurturing emails as well. So I think it's really important on that aspect. So besides those three um, email campaigns, so do you think it's, um, I always have this debate question that I ask email <laughs> marketers is, do you think those automated like AI emails really do work or do you think they're not worth their time? like Jasper AI or um, what's the other one? There's another one. <laughs> I actually haven't used them. Like do they generate like all the content for the emails? Is that what they do? Yes. So they help you. So you put in a topic and then they make um, the copy basically for your email. Um, and then you can edit it the way you want it to. But what happens is a lot of times you have to be very specific in your topic or it makes a very generic um, copy. So I think it's, mm. so how specific does your copy have to be to your brand voice or branding in general for people to actually resonate with them? Interesting. So I haven't used that clearly, um, <laughs> but I do like, I mean, I'm all about automating things and like trying out new tools. So I can't really speak to that tool per se, but I've had a more personal approach to the emails that I write because, um, I find that the ones that I enjoy personally opening the most and my audience is typically like me or has similar interests, um, like I really understand them. So I feel like the ones that I like are always the more personable approach. So uh, hard to say since I haven't tried that tool, but it's amazing what they can do with AI, right? Yes, exactly. It's insane, actually. Like I did use something the other day that, that like helped me paraphrase some things because I was like, ah, how can I like reword it? You know, like yeah. it just doesn't make sense. And uh, it it was amazing. It helped me come up with some ideas and went from there. But yeah, I think that you do have to have a personal approach to these things too. Yeah, I was going to say, because that's why I don't prefer them because there is no personal touch to it. Like there's certain words I say that only I really say in emails, but that's who I am. So it, it makes the email sound personal because I'm going to constantly say that. Like, I'm not going to be like, hey, girls, let's go, because that's not how I am. But I would say, <laughs> hey, everyone, or hey, guys, because for me, I'm from the north. So we say, hey, guys, or you guys all the time. So that's just my my lingo, I guess you can say. But 
I would say if you already do a personal touch to your emails, stay away from those AIs because yeah. they're not personal whatsoever. Well, it's like listening to your favorite podcast, right? Like you're used to that, how that person has conversations, how they manage the conversation, or even if it's solo episodes, you know, like you're used to that flow and that rhythm. So I feel like if you were to um, completely throw it to AI's hands and, you know, all give them all the power for that email, um, it would really take a lot of that away. And you might lose the consumer um, that initially followed you because they like your voice and your uniqueness. So I think keeping that uniqueness to your brand is what's going to really grow you as a brand because everybody wants authenticity and you just don't want to take away the authenticity of your brand. You've built it up, right? So don't take it away. <laughs> exactly. So we've been talking about how to email, but we did not talk about how to achieve getting email subscribers. So do you have some inside tips for how people can get email subscribers besides just having one of those pop-ups on your website that says, hey, subscribe to your email list and get 20% off or mm -hmm. get this freebie. So what are some ways you can uh, achieve getting email subscribers? Sure. So you already mentioned the obvious, the pop-ups on websites and then um, giving away a free offer, something like a downloadable. Um, or you can also invite them to things like a free workshop or training that you're hosting. Um, invite them. I mean, invitations are always fun, right? So you can always do that to engage with them and kind of get them connected to your brand. But another thing I would recommend, um, people, don't, they might not be talking about it as much for emails per se, but SEO. So SEO stands for search engine optimization. And I found that with my website, with my clients' websites, um, whenever we use these tools on the back end to really boost it's your website standings on Google, that's what SEO is. Basically, it will make your website Google's best friend um, because you want to land on that page one. People are going to be attracted to your website more. And then as a result, I found a lot of people have signed up for my emails, like not even getting a freebie, like just like the little subscribe here type of um, opt-in. And that has definitely boosted my email signups as well. So that's one thing. And um, partner campaigns. If you're partnering up with people on different promotional campaigns, like say you create something for free for somebody who's launching their business. Um, that's another way to get in front of an audience. And they might say, Hey, I actually really want to know about this person. How can I be in touch? And then that's another opportunity to get their email address. And I think um, having all those different options and having all those little um, freebies or drawing people into your subscriber list a lot of people are like oh well they're just going to get the freebie and then they're going to leave but i think it's really important for people to know that yes if they're there just to get your freebie they still have your mark on something and if they really like that freebie they may still stay on your email list so is there any way to keep people on your email list or is there do you believe that letting people unsubscribe just means they there weren't your ideal customer yeah don't take it personally if they unsubscribe i mean <laughs> if your content isn't their jam that's okay it's not going to be for everybody but i do think if you are doing one of those partner campaigns or if you really analyze what they're downloading and really deliver content around that because obviously if you're if you're making the 
spending the time to make the freebie, you're posting it, you're creating the email opt-in, that person's interested in it if they're signing up. So I think at that point, it's um, strategically tag the people in your email system, like what category they're interested in, and then be specific whenever you are sending those emails out. Like if they are signing up for your photography, um, a package or something, right? Uh, you specifically tag them for whatever project that you that they signed up for. And then from that point forward, send them information about that. And then give them the option if they aren't into like other things you're promoting at that time, like, hey, you can opt out here, but I'll just manage your settings, right? So that way they're still getting what they want. You still have the subscriber. Does that make sense? Yeah. So some CRMs allow you to put tags. So for me, like right. I always ask people when they sign up, do you want to get emails about my podcast? Do you not want to get about the podcast? So it helps divide the audience. So I'm not going to bombard someone who doesn't want podcast information, which I don't know why they wouldn't, but um, I'm not gonna <laughs> who knows? <laughs> I don't want to bombard them with podcast information if they don't want it. So that's a really helpful tip. I, I was going to say that, but I, I let the expert make sure I was playing. <laughs> you could have put it in. Come on. It's your show. <laughs> so um, you've given us a lot of golden nuggets for people that there is people out there that have not even started email marketing because so they many. Think, yeah, because they think it's dead. So I think this conversation was really needed. But now I want to focus on you. Is there anything that you want to promote or tell our audience about that would help them work with you? Can Where can they reach you? Um, what information can you give them about you? Well, thank you. Uh, well, first off, I do have a freebie. I'm happy. I'm going to send you the link after this um, where you can download a already done for you welcome series template. So really all you have to do is fill in the blank, um, copy and paste, fill in the blank. So you brand it, jazz it up to make it your own. And then all you have to do is upload it into your email provider and hit send. Boom. Um, so if you're interested in getting started on email campaigns today, I highly recommend downloading that. But um, how you could work for me, um, if you guys are already running as a business and you're looking to get eyeballs on your business um, through Google search engine, we offer SEO services, website design, and other marketing and branding. Um, you can just go to blairbrown.com and you can find all my social media links there as well. And I, um, if anybody listening is a brand new entrepreneur, I just launched the Business Launch Lab. So it helps get aspiring entrepreneurs into launching a business within 45 days, um, a profitable service-based business too, which is exciting. Um, so those are the main two ways. And then I am also the host of the Curate Your Success podcast. So if you're a podcast listener, definitely follow me there. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you coming on today and dropping us those golden nuggets of information. Like she said, everyone, please reach out to her. She has a freebie. We will drop that link in the chat and in all the show notes on YouTube and on the podcast. But make sure if you have questions about email marketing or anything else that Blair Brown can help with you, please reach out to Blair because she will most <laughs> likely help you with anything, <laughs> everything business related. So thank you again, Blair, for coming on today. Thank you so much for having me. This has been so wonderful. Have you ever wanted to hire a social media manager but felt like you just couldn't afford it? Pinnacle AI is changing that. For only $1.99 a month, you can have your own dedicated social media manager. 
where we research your industry, your business, create all original images and content for all your social media networks. You can learn more by going to getpinnacle.ai. Check out my current designs. Thank you and God bless.